0: Hey, how's everyone doing? Welcome to the fourth episode of the Duke Pod, where we talk about real estate stories. And we have some good stories for you guys today. It is now August the 20th, actually. Uh, Summer is coming to a close slowly. Uh, Maybe if you're listening to the podcast, maybe just pretend that there's still a lot to go. I'm hoping that it's one of those summers where September is also really great. So like you can still take your kids to the splash pads if they're open and uh, whatever beaches and stuff like that, and maybe still sneak into camping or something like that. If you're like us, though, (laughs) where Monday morning, I walk my son to daycare. And then as soon as I walk back, maybe like nine in the morning, my wife says, ow, 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 she being nine months pregnant, uh, we knew we have to go to the hospital. And um, at around 11 o'clock, our baby girl was born, and welcome to the world, Zoe Lily. Hi, Duke. We are super excited to have her. Um, it is crazy to go from one child to two child, two children, or even you know, boom. Everyone, the days were calm, and all of a sudden, boom. Now you have another child in your hands. To be honest, everyone is nice and healthy. It went really smooth. I was um, really shocked it is what they say with the second baby that, um, it could come really fast. And honestly, um, maybe we took like 15 minutes to get a couple things, put them in the car, go to the hospital. Once she was at the hospital, the doctors were like, yep, she's having this baby. Like she's like pretty much all the way there when it comes to, uh, how, um, uh, you know, ready she was down there, let's call it. And, um, Honestly, an hour and a half later, boom, the baby came. So uh, if in case you guys are friends with cats or love cats, my cat jumped in here. So she might be meowing a couple times here and there. But uh, honestly, the fact that I had a baby three days ago and I'm still doing a podcast episode today, I'm gonna have to just use my time wisely. And just for saying that, that I have the time to do you know, a 20, 30 minute episode, um, which is gonna be all about children because it's gonna be all about real estate and children. Since I had a new baby, everyone's doing well. I got a little bit of time. They're currently all sleeping. Boy's sleeping. Baby sleeping. That's okay. And she's not crying very loudly. So uh I think it is what they say with the second child. They come quick. Uh, it's a girl. Uh, first one was a boy. Um, it's just really cute how often he wants to touch her hair and kiss her and stuff like that. But the fact that she's a girl has really skewed our opinion because our first one, I wouldn't say it was terrible, but it was a lot more challenging than the first three days. Currently I'm envisioning as he was crying a lot more. I remember like uh, the baby came in the evening, you know, we were like up all night. Um, sure. We got a couple hours sleep here or there, but it was like a rough night. This one was like, it came out at like 11 and, um, you know, 1230 baby was like passed out to like 230. I'm just like, Hmm. What should i be doing right now like my wife's resting baby sleeping should i like (laughs) start like calling clients and touching base with them um you know obviously i updated everyone about the baby status mommy status and uh sure enough yeah that her the fact that she's sleeping well is continuing we're definitely feeding her a lot uh now that it's the third day i would say the second day um my wife was able to get the proper amount of uh nourishment for the baby in terms of uh, nursing it's as it comes after a couple days two three days so now everything's good uh things are stable at home i'm the one who has to wake up with our son every morning now and make sure he goes to daycare on time and we have some fun with him and help put him to bed whenever i don't have appointments which obviously i'm trying to minimize appointments the first week or two um but you know you do what you can right so today we're going to touch base on a very special topic since i have a brand new baby i am a father of two as my neighbor put it we have a million dollar family meaning somehow i need to make a million dollars to pay for these kids (laughs) uh we're gonna touch base on the uh some of the recent and uh some of the past stories with children that i want to bring up uh so our first story here uh i'm gonna not going to try to make the stories too long each but, uh let's see how it goes our first story is actually very recent in fact uh from last week so i had a client here in the milton area uh him and his wife are looking to buy a new home and they have a three-year-old named uh Ishan, i think i could say his name but um basically what you need to know is that uh obviously with covid they were really afraid to go and see homes and a couple months ago uh he's like hey can i see this home so we went in we saw the home but he only his only he came his wife didn't come and uh, if you have to put it in perspective they're both working at home you know and they have to be on the computer all day long and their three-year-old is super active and you know they take turns um taking care of him but sometimes they just have to put the tv on so like these people like they need a break when it comes to their child right that he doesn't go to daycare yet so i told the client hey you got to come with your wife and one of the things you guys should know from this story is that whenever you're looking at property if you have a partner so you and your wife or whatever whoever that partner is you're both going to be buying the home make sure you guys come at the same time there's no more challenging method of looking at homes uh, when you're both the decision makers or you have to agree on something than going at separate times because you don't get to have those conversations you you know you don't know what objections your partner might have and it's going to be extremely hard to buy a home so uh, we have to make, we have to find a way for these clients to both come at the same time. And in fact, once they both came at the same time, uh, I realized how slow they like to go through the home and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you want to take 45 minutes to go through a home, like talk about every single room, every single crook, you should, you should, cause you're buying a large asset of your life. So I told the client, bring your child, I'll play with them in the back. I have a three-year-old. Um, now of course um, he knows me, but he doesn't know me that well, so I totally understand um, that um, it's, it takes a little bit slow, slow to warm up kind of idea to let somebody that you don't know that well just like uh, play with your children, especially post-COVID, um, but finally they brought him um, a couple weeks ago, and uh, Ishan and I are like, like this. We're going through all the rooms. I'm telling him about the colors. I say, we're playing I Spy. We're walking upstairs, downstairs. Um, and the parents love it. They literally, that's their only break from their son. And they love to go through the whole house. There's no way you can go through the house peacefully with a three year old uh, running, grabbing stuff, like jumping off stuff. And um, if because I'm there and I'm. Just okay with I'm okay I'm good with kids like I'm fine with kids like I'm a dad I know how it is to play with a three year old trust me we do the most random stuff the most fun stuff bike riding playing but uh, playing hockey on the street you know uh, whatever like just making funny faces blowing each other as uh, stop tummies like obviously I'm not doing that with their, their child but the fact that we can just go together with the child. Um, and just make it entertaining for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Sure, um, for me, it's a little bit more work, obviously, than just standing around talking about features of the house. But I try to mix it up with uh, talking about features of the house and letting the parents go through the house. Uh, I can see that they love the break now, they get a real opportunity to talk about the home, uh, they can see the home together, and then make an executive decision. Now, they haven't bought a house yet. They put an offer it didn't go through Uh, that's part of the process sometimes when you're buying a house in a more i would say active market which the toronto real estate market generally is this is of course milton uh, you're going to lose your first home your first offer just because you don't know the nuances of it or you may not be ready to put the kind of money down that requires the home to win Uh, now of course they are approved for uh, a little bit more than what we're going for so i think for sure they'll get a good home but now that they're looking at the home uh, the two of them stress-free they they understand i can take care of their son You know, i mean we're talking about like 10 15 minutes while showing the house right like it's okay if he play if he goes to his parents but he's he's taking it really well like he, he's smiling he's laughing we're doing fun stuff we're talking about different colors of the home and therefore the parents can finally look at the home so there's your first story with children um let's talk about our second story which is um kind of very similar except for the baby was much smaller cause it's a baby. It's not a three year old. So we're talking about actually a good friend of mine and his wife. I know them very, very well. One of my best friends. And uh, they've successfully uh, sold their condo in Mississauga and they moving to really walking distance away from me. So this is like the best case scenario. It's like Christmas all over again to have one of your best friends move within walking distance where you know they have kids, we have kids and, um, my daughter and their daughter will only be like six months apart so like pretty likely chance that they'll be friends like i don't see why not like kids tend to play with each other no matter what um, even if they're not like best friends they'll still play with each other whether they'll fight for a tour or whatever so here's how the story goes so while we were looking for homes um <laughs> it's it's kind of a hassle to carry your six-month-old um around the house or up steps down steps and everything So I proposed to them that because she's sitting, um, and she doesn't really, uh, you know, every time I hold her, she didn't like cry or anything. So the temperament is good. And I said, why don't you just put her on the couch, um, or living room or give her to me and you guys go upstairs and look at the upstairs you guys go downstairs, look at the downstairs when you're done, then we, you know, then we'll leave. Right. And (laughs) that became kind of a funny thing. Obviously we... We didn't end up looking at like a hundred homes. I think maybe we looked at like 10 to 15 homes before they found the one they really wanted and we got it. Um, but it was great. Like I really enjoyed myself. Like I'm holding the baby. She's smiling. We're just like, um, you know, she's six months. She's grabbing my fingers. And uh, that's entertaining enough for like 10 minutes with a six month old and uh, making a couple funny faces. peek a boos great. Uh, and to be honest, like obviously these are my friends, but like, you know how often do you get so much time with your friends newborn like very rarely right um and she's not a newborn per se but she's a she's a baby um but you don't get normally you visit friends like once a month or twice a month maybe and because we hung out so much like i got to hold their baby like maybe like for a full week (laughs) basically and like i feel like we have like a pretty good connection now like i feel like yeah, like I could hold her, she's not gonna cry. Um, and it's nice, it's just nice to be able to hang out with your friends and then other babies getting accustomed to you. It feels like you're just part of the family, right? Like how it should be, like the old days where people would just hang out all the time and there weren't any TV or maybe there was some TV but no phones and there's just limited distractions. So hanging out with your families, your friends and kids was just a thing to do and that's kind of what I felt like. Even though we were buying them property, at least I gave him a chance to go through the house, see the house, relax, not have to worry because she never cried one time with me, which, um, you know, I'm not bragging, but uh, obviously, you know, as long as I, she's not getting hurt and she's not crying, then parents could just relax. Right. And I think that's really nice. Right. Because if I wasn't able to do that, I think their experience would be um, still fine. But like, uh, you know, you, you do what you can to do the, Go the extra mile. Right. Some clients require very little. Some clients require white glove service. They need to be your hand held the whole way. I'm not saying any of these clients were like that, but whatever the service falls, you got to be adaptable and do your best. And uh, I feel good that I'm just a family person that I can provide some of these and, you know, I don't think that's always necessary that like, you know, if you're hiring a professional realtor to do a job for you, you're not like, hey, can you hold my baby at the same time? But man, if you see your clients it would make a big difference when showing them properties. Um, That's going to go a long way for um, one is getting to know your clients a little bit better, getting a chance to hang out with their family a little bit more intimately, but at the same time, giving them a break, let them look at the home, make a really solid decision and just relax. Right? I mean, whatever you can do, why not? Right? Like life is short, like be happy, have fun and (laughs) let your clients enjoy their moment as well. Right? So there's two kind of short stories. Uh, let's talk about um, uh, let's talk about three other like quick stories uh that I really uh enjoyed. Um, now this next one is not uh, a great story per se. Um, but um, it's similar to the first two in a way that I was looking after the kids. So I was with these clients years ago. I think like three four years ago. And um, what we do sometimes is sometimes I'd open the door and just uh, sit in their car while their kids were sleeping and they would look at the home Um, now of course I think you should be in the home but like you know let's be realistic guys your kids are sleeping what are you gonna do you're not gonna wake them up right Uh, I mean you could but (laughs) I don't think you want to wake up babies and kids uh, I think that's like a golden rule right don't wake up your baby unless a sleeping baby Um, and I think they had like a really young one and then like uh, you know a one and a half year old, like just back to back, so good for them. Uh, I think they got three kids now, so uh, their family's doing great. Um, so we did this, everything's good. They ended up buying a house, but one day in particular, I was sitting in the passenger seat of their car, and it's a standard, and the kids are sleeping, everything's quiet, and uh, the driveway was up a bit of a ramp, like it was slanted, um, maybe on a 75, 60 degree angle, if I had to guess. And I realized that they had put the car in park or something, but not the e-brake on. So very slowly, as I'm sitting in the car there in the house, the car started rolling backward, like very slowly. You know, I am just, I'm not doing anything. Maybe I'm looking at my phone or I'm like, okay, everyone's quiet and then we do, and I just start feeling the car move backward. That scared me so much. Um, I jumped immediately into uh, the driver's seat. Maybe the car went back like uh, 10 feet in total before I was able to stop it. Uh, So thank God, of course, there's no one walking behind us or anything like that. But oh my goodness, that was a scary situation. So maybe in hindsight, we could have uh, just taken the car seats and put them in the house. Uh, Or, you know, of course, maybe let me sit in the driver's seat that one i think is a little less um of an ideal situation because normally as a realtor i want to should be inside the house um you know talk about the house whatever but you know do what you can for your clients again the same topic so that was kind of a bit of a scary situation um now let's go to a funny situation now this is kind of uh this is just a personal story and uh Let's call it a joke because at the end of the day, this isn't anything professional. I'm not going to wow you guys with some wisdom. But um, a few years ago, I was showing uh, a grandmother she was looking to buy. She's a brand new grandmother. So a woman, client, and her daughter came sometimes to look at the houses with us. And their one-year-old came, right? (laughs) And one time we were living walking through the living room. And, uh, you know, it happens, guys. We're human. (laughs) But I passed some gas in the living room before they got there. I felt terrible, uh, it just happened, one of those, uh, but uh, as soon as they smelled it, they're like, "Ooh, I think little baby needs to be changed, <laughs> so the baby did not blow my cover, she took one for the team, <laughs> I never said anything, but boy did I laugh hard when uh, when they went up, you know, to another room or something, so... <laughs> that's a passing gas story um you know it's just a joke uh <laughs> can't say anything about uh being too professional there uh, but you know life happens stuff happens you gotta you gotta roll with the lemons and you gotta laugh whenever you can right um last story i want to tell you guys is um so it's gonna re- regard it's gonna be regarding um not so great situation uh, that i was part of way back when it was my first year in the business um and basically i'm gonna tell the story another time the whole story because it is fantastic so my first year of the business i was part of a busy team and there was a lot of action like i had to deal with a lot of clients i had to learn on the fly um i made a ton of mistakes in the first year trust me i'll have a podcast episode where i'll tell you about all my worst mistakes mostly in the first year Uh, yeah of course every you know once in a while you're human you're going to make a mistake doesn't happen too often now but um in my first year uh there was a house uh that i sold that was a hoarder house there was garbage all over the place now i'm not going to tell you guys too much about that story this time because i want to share it because it's a nice long story um full of intrigue and mystery and what happened and how it came about and (laughs) all the way to the last minute of the sale was pretty interesting Um, you know, the day it closed, uh, but what I will tell you is that, uh, when I looked through the house the first time, okay, the lady was dressed really nicely when I met her, uh, and then she invited me to her house and I looked through the house and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like there's stuff everywhere. And I, when I went to the basement, which there was, uh, you know, a foot of garbage everywhere, like literally everywhere. Imagine the basements flooded a foot high of water, but replaced water with garbage all the way around, and there was a TV like uh, kind of in the middle of the room, and her two kids, 14 and 16, I believe they were at the time, were playing video games on like a PS2 or three or whatever it was, and sitting on the garbage, playing video games. Okay, I do not make this stuff up, guys. They were sitting on the garbage. <laughs> Somehow, I still sold that house. Um, you know, anything's possible. <laughs> So I want to tell you guys that full story another time. I realized that we're just over 20 minutes and uh, I probably will have to go and help out with the baby soon. So let this be a slightly shorter episode than than other times. Um, Kids in real estate, guys. Love your kids. If you got to take them in so you guys can both go in, definitely do that. Uh, Do the best you can talk to your realtor about it. If you're worried about it with COVID-19 rules, kids don't need to wear a mask, uh, but adults do at this time for the most part, just to come in the house and, uh, you know, you should feel safe. Other people are safe. Uh, so you do what you can. Um, the market continues to be quite attractive. Lots of homes are going for a fair bit of money and, um, everything's doing great. So with that, I will leave it. Let's wish you guys a wonderful August and I'll talk to you soon.